Wonder Boy versus Showtime fight prediction. Dun dun dun! Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor.fm, and of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash FightJunkie2006. We have a very strange headlining fight here between Steven Wonderboy Thompson who comes into the contest 14 wins, 3 losses. Of his 14 wins, 7 by KO, TKO, 1 by sub, 6 by decision. All 3 of his losses are via decision. He is facing Anthony Showtime Pettis. 21 wins, 8 losses. Of those 21 wins, 9 are by KO, TKO, 8 by sub, 4 by decision. Of his 8 losses, 2 are by KO, TKO, one by sub, five by decision. If you haven't already noticed, Pettis is moving up in weight. It's a very strange fight in the terms for me that I don't really see a huge upside here for Wonderboy. No, honestly, like, I mean, I think he's rated number three. You have the upset with Woodley losing. He's right in the mix. I don't see what a win over Pettis really does for his career. And should he lose, good lord, right? I mean, that's that's a major drop in the rankings if he loses to Pettis. As you can see, the odds currently right now, the books think Wonder Boy is the man to win. Minus 335 straight. You got Showtime setting at plus 305. Those are straight lines. We'll go, won't go five full because it is the main event. Fight doesn't go as minus 125. Fight does go as minus 105. Fight is a draw, 85 to 1. Yeah, if Wonderboy wins inside at plus 135, with Showtime wins inside, plus 450. Showtime wins by decision, plus 755. And Wonderboy wins by decision, plus 165. I mean, on paper... I think they have it right. I think Wonderboy definitely should be the favorite, especially with Pettis moving up to 170 uh, 170 pounds. Again, that's a weird fight for me. It really is. I mean, if you guys watched Pettis' last fight, uh, he's man, what what a career difference this guy's had, right? He went from the weedy box to quitting in the corner in his last fight. Very, very strange. A lot of people like to point to the difference being USADA. I don't know if that is the case, but I mean, his career has really had more skids than my underwear, and that's saying something. So I guess he's looking for revitalization at 170 pounds. I mean, I don't know what else you could say about the move. Did he have that much trouble cutting weight to 155? Does he somehow think he's going to do better against the bigger guys at 70? And then when you're talking about Wonder Boy and the styles, really on the feet, like Wonder Boy does pretty much everything that Pettis does, but does it better. I would give Pettis the clear advantage on the ground. And maybe they're thinking they can get Wonder Boy down. If I'm Pettis in this fight, 
Listen, I'm not standing on the feet all night with the point fighter karate style and Wonderboy Thompson. I think you try to get in there and bully him and drag him to the ground at all costs and try to submit him, in all honesty, because... I just don't see, especially when you're talking about Wonder Boy is not a small 170 pounder in my opinion. He's got that distance and timing down. He's not necessarily like I would say a brute force powerful fighter. He's got some finesse to him. Obviously he can get you out of there, but he likes to pick his spots and he likes to keep that distance and he likes to keep you at the end of his punches and his kicks and so Pettis, in my opinion, is going to have a hard time in that game if he stays on the feet and stays on the outside and tries to fight like Pettis normally fights. I just think Wonder Boy's better at fighting like that than Pettis is, especially at this stage of the career of Pettis, which is crazy because the guy's only 32 years old. But apparently we're talking about him like, you know, he's an old guard. But there has been a lot of ups and downs in his career. And the move to 170 is kind of strange for me. But especially on the part of Wonder Boy, I, I mean, I guess he's willing to fight anybody. But like I said, I don't see a huge upside here. Granted, I guess they're probably thinking there's not a lot of risk either. But if Pettis does somehow get him on the ground, there is risk there. And I think that's where he would have the biggest advantage. You can see the will go, won't go is minus 105 goes and minus 125 doesn't. But then they have Thompson wins by decision as his lowest mark. I get that because, like I said, I don't think Thompson is an overwhelmingly powerful type of guy. I do think he can get you out of there, but they're probably figuring, you know, Pettis is pretty durable and that's not going to happen. But you got to factor in the weight, man. I mean, if you're going to say that, you better be damn sure that Pettis is going to be able to take his punches and kicks from a bigger guy and also his stamina, which I didn't think looked that great in his last couple of fights is going to hold up that there's not some type of fatigue stoppage. There's many, many different ways you can get stopped, and it doesn't have to be just you get punched in the face and you collapse. You saw him quit in the corner in his last fight. So I'm not so confident that uh, Wonder Boy can't do some damage to him, whether it's, like I said, a, a cardio issue, whether it's just keeping him on the end of his punches, being the bigger guy, wearing him down, you know, the point fighting style, but just touching him, touching him. I mean, there's a lot of different things that could happen in this fight. And there's question marks with Pettis going to 170. I don't care who you are. Even if you think there's value in Pettis at plus 305, you know, fine. But you're going to have questions about him. And you're not going to know until fight night if he's able to handle that weight. And what his game plan is going to be. Sometimes he's not got the brightest corner in the world and does the, you know, the most advantageous things. So will he come out and just make it a striking match just because? Does he want to prove he's a better striker than Wonder Boy? Will he try to take it to the floor where I think he has a clear advantage? I mean, these are things you get question marks with Pettis. And then when you throw in the weight, to me, that's a tough, tough ask. If I knew for a fact the game plan was going to be clinch and try to drag Wonder Boy down, then maybe it would be easier for me to make a case for Pettis. Well, he's the underdog. It's really high right now. Nobody's going to give him a shot. He's moving up to 170. But he can get Wonder Boy down. And if he can get Wonder Boy down, then he can win by submission. Then you'd be looking at Pettis wins by submission at something like 8-1. to one. It's very, very high. Then you could, I could make a case, right? But that's assuming he's going to do that. If he does it out of desperation, it probably won't work. 
you saw Woodley was able to do severe damage to Wonder Boy when he was able to get him down. But Pettis isn't that type of wrestler. But I think he has better jiu-jitsu than Woodley does. So I think he would have more of an opportunity to finish the fight if he could get Wonder Boy down. But the question is, can he? And will he even try? So that's a bit of a long shot for me. I do think if you like Pettis, I think you're going to have to look at something inside. I don't see the way a path to victory for him on points. I just don't. Because like I said, I think Wonder Boy does everything that Pettis does on the feet better. And he's at 170 as well. So for me, if you're looking at Pettis, then you're probably going to be looking at some type of inside play. Again, how does the power come up from 155 to 70? Can he even hurt Wonder Boy on the feet? I think his best bet is somehow drag the fight to the ground and try to submit him. I would actually look at, if I was betting Pettis, I would look at Pettis wins by submission if your book has it. If they don't have it, then you probably got to look at the Pettis wins inside, which covers you any which way as long as he gets him out of there. That's sitting right around. Plus 450 again. Not a bad return, and I think it's worth the risk to take him inside versus decision. And a straight line, plus 305, either one of those, simply because I just really can't put my finger on a path to victory for him that way. He would have to outmaneuver Wonder Boy or take him down like Woodley did and not finish him. And like I said, I think his jiu-jitsu is far better than Woodley, so I think he would probably look for a finisher. And so I don't see that as being a path to a points victory either for him. So I think you take Pettis by submission if your book has it. Or otherwise you're going to have to look at him inside. And I think that's the only way he wins. As far as Wonderboy goes, you can see these odds. The books are saying that he's going to win by decision. Um, well, his decision is plus 165 and his inside is plus 135. So technically I guess they're saying he's going to win inside. But the lines are pretty close, and I think you see that with the will go, won't go as well, being minus 105 and minus 125. They're not really sure, and I get that. I have the same questions around Pettis and his ability to be resilient at 170 against the skill set of Thompson that the books have. Because to me, there are question marks. Everything from the cardio to his ability to actually absorb the punches. And not only that, you got to question like his willingness, right? Is he willing to go to war? Is he willing to go through three, four, five rounds of ad- adversity? In the past, you could say, of course, it wouldn't even be a question. Like I said, he's only been stopped uh, via KOTKO twice and been subbed once. And he doesn't have to worry about the sub with Wonder Boy. So why would I question that? Well, look at his last couple fights. Look at his last fight and then moving up to 70. What was the decision behind this that he thinks all of a sudden he can compete with guys at 170? And then you pick a guy who has a very difficult style, even for other 170 pounders and Wonder Boy Thompson. So what's going on here? Is this really like the last ditch effort? What happens if he doesn't win here? Is he done? Is he going to stay at 70? Is he going to drop back down to 55 or 45? I mean, what's going on? What's the game plan here if you can't get past Wonder Boy, who, like I said, is in the top five as a division, probably on the verge of a title shot here in the next fight or two, you would think if he wins this fight, which, again, very strange to me, very strange. I got to give him props, I guess, for taking, you know, on all comers, all challengers, but 
really is a no-win situation. You beat Pettis at this stage of the career. It's not like he was a 155-pound champ, and he's coming up uh, to 170 to fight Wonder Boy, who's a 170-pound champ, and you get a super fight. It's none of that. Like, it really honestly is a very, very strange fight to book, especially if you're Wonder Boy and his team. And then you're putting it as a main event five-round fight. I mean, I just, I don't know. Maybe people know something behind the scenes that I don't know, but it seems very, very strange to me that one, the fight would take place, and two, it would be a main event. And then three, that Wonder Boy would even consider it. Like, with that high of a ranking and knowing the upset that just happened to Woodley, and it's kind of scrambled right now because a lot of people didn't like the Woodley uh, Wonder Boy fights. A lot of people thought Wonder Boy won. And so with him out of the picture right now, you could say, well, Wonder Boy's right back in there, and maybe he's going to get the next title shot, or maybe he's a fight away from a title shot, and then you throw that Anthony Pettis fight in there. If I'm Wonder Boy and his team, I'm going, what does this do for me? If I beat this guy, he just quit in his last fight at 155 pounds. It's not going to do anything for the rankings. He's not even a 170-pounder. Yeah, you'll collect a paycheck, but really? I mean, obviously his goal is to get another title shot and win the title. And heaven forbid that if you lose the Pettis, who quit in his last fight, who's a 155-pounder, who's coming up to 170, and you're ranked, I believe, number three in the world, that is not gonna bode well. Where are you gonna where are you gonna go? Right to the bottom of the barrel. Because nobody is gonna wanna see you. I don't care what your ranking says after that. Nobody is gonna wanna see you against the champ or whoever you know defends in the next fight if there's an upset and the belt changes hands or anything. Nobody's even gonna be talking about you. They're gonna be like, You lost to Anthony Pettis. What's he gonna do against X person? That's that's hey. What have you done for me lately? Everybody who watches the sport knows you're only as good as your last fight. So I think it's dangerous for him because obviously Pettis has some skills. I don't really think uh, Wonder Boy should be in severe danger of losing this fight. But there is a spot where Pettis has a huge advantage, and I believe that's on the ground. Would it shock me if Pettis got him down and subbed him? It wouldn't shock me in the sense that I think he has a huge advantage there. But it would surprise me if he was able to do that. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, if it, if he gets him there, the finish via submission wouldn't wouldn't shock me. But it's getting him there. Like, is he going to put a real effort into shooting takedowns? It's not like Pettis is the best takedown artist in the game. Is he going to go to some type of clinch style of game plan where he can try to drag him down? Is he willing to pull guard? These type of things. Is he willing to do that or is it going to be the same Pettis that moves around the ring and does his, you know, striking and jumping off the cage and all this other stuff that made him well known and he's just in with a better, bigger guy who can do pretty much what he can do, only a little bit better. That's probably what's going to happen. And I think that's why you see the line where it is. Granted, the books open him at roughly like minus 285. And since then, he's done nothing but pretty much go up. There's been a little bit money late here on Pettis. At one point, um, Wonder Boy was sitting right around 460. So you can see he's dropped eh, a pretty significant amount. But I think that's probably a lot of value betters there that go... Wow, Pettis is, you know, this this high straight 
and maybe he could come in and catch Thompson being flat, overlooking him, and that's a possibility. It's not like Pettis doesn't have skills. I'm just saying throughout his career, the way you've seen the slide and what's going on, it doesn't bring a lot of confidence when you're betting on him because he shows flashes and then he just crumbles. And then, you know, he'll say, oh, I'm just working on takedown defense. And then that made me hesitant. So now I don't worry about takedown defense and I just worry about my jujitsu. And then he looks good and then he comes back with a loss and then he looks good and then he comes back with a loss. So there are a couple things that are good for him in this fight is that he won't have to worry about being taken down. That's for sure against Wonderboy. And he knows he has a better ground game should something happen in a scramble and they end up on the ground. And he has a better submission ability just overall, but he's just a better grappler. But I really think if I'm Showtime Pettis and I'm looking to score this, what I would consider a pretty big upset is, especially after his last fight, as I would look at the very least to get in that clinch position, get close to, to Wonder Boy and drag him down. I don't care if I had to pull guard, but you got to get him to the ground. That's really the only path to victory I can see because even if Pettis has success on the feet and spots, is he going to be able to sustain it? Not a lot of people have. I mean, even to go back to the Till fight, and I thought Wonder Boy won that fight, but he was able to make Till hesitant. And Pettis kind of has that distance timing style where he likes to sit back and counter and be a little flashy here and there. So you could get, you know, long gaps of area in this fight where neither guy's really doing a lot and the question becomes are wonder boy shots going to move pettis more than what pettis can do to wonder boy simply because of the size you know you got a smaller guy kicking the bigger guy versus the bigger guy kicking the smaller guy and then of course you've got to look at stamina we don't know is he going to have one round two rounds three rounds what's he going to look like in the fourth and fifth if they get there so that's why the wonder boy straight back to me even though it's a little high it's come down obviously if you liked him and you got him in early at minus 285 much much better line than what's sitting now but hey you could be looking at a minus 460 line, so you can't bitch too much. You're getting 330 roughly, depending on your book on him straight. And normally I can make a case, but I think you can make uh, you can make a case for him either way, and that's that's the issue. And normally that's when you have to go the straight bet, simply because yeah, on paper you I could see a lot of lulls and a lot of you know touching touching, but not real huge devastating punches and kicks landing just because of their styles but it's the move up and wait and all the questions that that bring not to mention Pettis's mentality what's going on with this guy even at 155 pounds like if you can figure that out you're a better person than I am because like I said one time it looks like he's got his shit together and the next time he just crumbles like a cookie so with those questions surrounding him it's very difficult to say well, you know, Wonder Boy is just going to point fight him and easily win on the cards because even if Wonder Boy is point fighting him, we don't know how Pettis is going to hold up to that in all aspects, mentally and physically. Or what if Wonder Boy says, there's no way I'm letting this dude, I'm going to put a little more pressure on him. I'm not letting a 155 pounder go the distance with me. So there, there's just a lot to it. I wouldn't feel comfortable just picking a side on Wonder Boy. 
I think you're better off taking him straight, even though the line's kind of steep. But again, he has some significant advantages. And the only real disadvantage I see there is the grappling. And he's not the easiest guy to take down. Woodley was able to do it, but Woodley's a very high-level wrestler. And Wonder Boy was still able to survive again. I do have to say this. If you think there's any chance that Pettis is going to be able to get him down, then you're going to have to have to look at that submission because... I think Pettis has the ability to submit him on the ground. And to me, that's the biggest danger for Wonder Boy. I don't necessarily, I'm not going to call it out and say it's going to happen. But there is a possibility. It's MMA. Anything can happen. And I think that's the biggest danger zone. But if Wonder Boy can stay away from the ground with Pettis, then I think he's got this fight in the bag. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.